Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hey listeners. I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like O'Teal Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the Fab Faux, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out magicalmysterycamp.com slash helpingfriendly to learn more. Hey everyone, welcome to the Helping Friendly Podcast. This is episode 100. Guys, we made it. Wow. <laughs> RJ, you uh, can have a button down on right now. <laughs> our goal was always to make fancy. it to 100 and then, and then quit. So yep. uh, we finally achieved our goal. Um, yeah. It's pretty crazy though. 100 episodes is a lot. It is. It I don't think more it, like it, we don't, 60. We didn't count the quick hits either because that'd be a lot, right? That's true. We've we've come yeah. in, we've we've come at these people hundreds of times. It's crazy. Some people <laughs> still listen to it. Eh, probably not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all the downloads that we see on our through our website thing are bread. 
<laughs> I made it my wife's my homepage so she would hear it every time she opens the computer. Nice. <laughs> so we want to talk about, um, we want to reflect a little bit on uh, the first 99 episodes of the podcast, the last three and a half years, and play a little music, of course. But before that, so some some fish news. We um, Fish is playing 150 shows at Madison Square Garden um, <laughs> <laughs> starting next week until December. It's just 130. 130. Yeah. It's crazy, man. That's got yeah. a lot of shows. Do you guys mm-hmm. think, like, are there, well, I guess people should tell us who, who are listening. Like, are people going to go to all of them? I know sure. there are people who are for ordering sure. tickets for all of them, which is a lot of money, but good for them. I mean, maybe because we're old, but, like, could you imagine? Could you imagine? No. I wouldn't be alive. Well, number one, I live in Phoenix. It would be, like, impossible. But number two, I would have to, like, rent an apartment for a trillion dollars or whatever. But... but- I, I definitely saw a few tweets that, that people were showing their like twenty seven hundred dollar, like you know, request before they went on sale, like the fish, the fish request. So, if if you live in New York or New York adjacent, I mean, you you'd be popping in to see fish once a week for a couple of weeks, and that's pretty pretty great. But if you're coming from say Phoenix, it probably makes sense mm-hmm. to rent an apartment. Frankly, I'm just gonna yeah. I, I put in for the weekend. Like the twenty eighth through the first or whatever it is, right on. So, you know, try to make a little run, and then I'll probably get none of the tickets, so I'll have to scalp and and do the whole thing. But then you'll end up backstage. Oh man, it's gonna be amazing! I'll be, end up like top stage, like Tom was talking about in the recent <laughs> yeah. episode with Trey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we coordinated, but I guess we probably did. I got those. That's what the, those are the nights I requested too. Yeah, I think we actually talked about it, but you forgot cool. because. Sometimes our conversations are lost. No, I'm just going to blame it on babies for the next at least ten and a half months. <laughs> How are they, by the way? Fine. You Fine. can use yeah. that excuse for Instagrams. Yeah, Instagram for shows sure. that they're cute still. Uh, they're awesome. They're starting to move yeah. around, do stuff. Not much, but a little more than they did before. <laughs> Jonathan. More and more interesting. Jonathan, how 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 many ticket how many tickets did you request? Uh, approximately. 30 no i i haven't requested oh. any as of to right now but um i am going to oh, be really? attempting to see some is that, that because you don't trust the p t b m or <laughs> when it was pbtm it was awesome and nowadays yeah. it is not really a thing that works for me so, works for other Man. people but n- never me now that it's the 100th episode we can talk about all the great Phrases that have been said on here, like many, many, many times. One of them is, "Man, fish mail order sucks now." You know? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's like every three episodes that comes up somehow. Yep. And Jonathan, so cool when people there. did it. Yeah, people did it. They sent you the handmade tickets and stuff. Uh, anyway, <laughs> what With else? The foil. Oh. They would like cut the foil out to put on your yeah. ticket. It's basically like Willy Wonka. Jonathan, what um there's a release coming up. Yeah, I mean they haven't announced it yet, but probably between our recording this and putting it on the internet they will. But it's What already, do you mean they haven't announced it? I thought uh, it's all like an official thing, no? It's on Amazon, so like the cover's leaked, that we know mm. it shows it's gonna be it's the two shows from St. Louis. Six discs, that's all ninety three. Yeah. So yeah. Six discs and it's gonna be great. I know Jonathan Schwartz, who was one of our guests previously, um, 
said that was his first and his third show. So I don't know if he grew up in St. Louis, but that's pretty cool too. I mean, that's a that's a huge deal. Yeah, I'm sure the St. Louis locals are very ecstatic, as are the rest of us, because 93. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Steve, Chef, Chef Steve Judd, is a, he's, a, he's a St. Louis guy. Oh, man, he was on too. Yep. We talked about the I'll Alan never forget him, the episode we did with him, RJ. I was in... Um, I was in North Carolina, I think, like Outer Banks, maybe somewhere around there. Um, I was in a beach house looking across like I was like in a uh, patio, like a screened in patio with the laptop and the whole thing. You remember that? It was just wonderful. Yep. Yeah. And we talked about the island tour, I think one of the island tour shows. No, CJ wasn't on, dude. No. no I'm just <laughs> Wait, now I'm super confused. <laughs> You guys flew anyway, to Steve England Judd to talk was, to CJ, um, right? Yes, yeah, Steve we did. Judd was episode 32, and we talked about uh, the second night of yeah, Island I told Tour you. 4 3. Fucker. Yeah, no, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just fucking me. around, dude. CJ did the Clifford Ball, but he, all he talks about is Island Tour. Right, exactly. Exactly. No, I, so I, we've already started the reminiscing portion. So, guys, <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you guys... So let's, let's just take a few minutes, I guess, and talk about... Um, what do you what, when you guys think back on the last hundred episodes? What what are highlights that stick out um, for you two, Jonathan? Oh, don't man! I was just a listener when you guys probably sometime after you guys started. So yeah, I mean, I, I guess to talk specifically about Jonathan, it was amazing that I thought it was amazing that we had someone who was engaged, and in fact, he would beat us to the punch because you take like the you take the four a.m. train or whatever. Yeah, I'm um, up before the rest of the internet in this time. Yeah, yeah, and and we'd put it, put it up at whatever midnight or whatever, and you you would push it out for us, and we were like, "Whoa!" Well, I was just excited. Uh, this guy's I was like, great. "All right, new HF pod." Now I have something to listen yeah. to on the train, other than the same whatever album I've right. been listening to every day. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it it was that was great, and then uh, you came on episode thirty three. Is that right? right? With Josh. Yeah, with Josh from Maine. At the Mainer, who's he's been on a few times, yeah. So I think that's that's great. Zach and Andy, we have to give them a shout out because they were on a bunch in the early episodes. Uh Andy's really great and um Zach is Zach. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's he was great and we talked about They were about our first Hicks. guests. Yeah, first ones right. ever on, on, yeah. on episode three, right? Because you and I were on one and two and then uh, also four. Yeah, and then we had like the little review thing. Remember, we got James Kaminsky and Stu. Yeah, Stu's an awesome guy as well, and um, they were on five. And then our yeah, good friend we, RJ, yeah, Patrick was on six. Oh man, wasn't that now that we don't have, we won't go through all night all ninety nine episodes, but that was a doozy <laughs> for a number of reasons. We should we should mention too that all the episodes that aren't on our are not available through iTunes or on the site are on archive dot org, which we can link to if anyone wants to go back to the early days which i wouldn't but um <laughs> we talked um, our first episode dude i was on our i was i had the i i had earbuds with like an ipad remember that yeah yeah and like i had like it all like we had like the script right now that was really yeah funny. we were trying to figure out how to connect like computers to microphones it was like it was <laughs> it was it was, yeah. was kind of complicated right um, well We've had so many guests. I mean, it's crazy to go back and think that we've had, including the quick hits, I guess, right. 100, 100, more than 100 guests. Um, mm-hmm. 
and it's hard to like single people out, but, um, man, yeah. we, we've had so many discussions. I mean, the, the big thing for me is just when we, we talk about set lists, we talk about jams, we talk about experiences and then suddenly like the conversation shifts, um, without anyone even really knowing it. And people are really talking about like their lives and how important music is to their lives and how important fish is to their lives. And that's, it didn't, it doesn't happen every episode, but when it does, it was it's right. like you, you kind of like break through that other um, level, which is just kind of interesting. Um, yeah. I got to throw in uh, Brian, Brian Brinkman right now, because right around the 20th episode, he was in Korea. Remember that RJ? He was a, he said he loved the podcast and whatever. And he came on and he talked about um, just fish and how he was like on the other side of the world and how it still kept him going and whatever. And now his wife, Susie, who, you know, we all love and care for is going through a, a major deal right now. Uh, and it's, it's great that this brought us together. Right. I mean, this, this is how yeah. we met him and, and um, we saw him at Magnaball and, uh, love him and his his little baby, and you know Wally Pipes. So, um, <laughs> it's not only us expressing our love for fish, but uh, it helps us come together. Yeah, man, for sure. And this has brought us so many not not just brought Jonathan into our lives, which has been awesome, but um, like you said, so many new friendships. And I guess the the we've had several um, episodes where we were like felt like we were preparing um more than our guests were you know not not in terms of like show just talking about <laughs> shows but there was there were people that we had on, and sorry that you could interpret that two ways the way i meant it was like we had guests on who were like so much more advanced in terms of thinking about music or fish or yeah, yeah. the world than we were and like, right well right. you know wally holland wax banks comes to mind just because his he's like he's so intelligent and so like engaging that i felt like i was like out going into those conversations like oh shit what's gonna happen <laughs> it's definitely like looking around like wait is someone like filming me um <laughs> he also threw the shout out to us remember in in the in the his book about a live one which was like the first time i realized that we were famous yep are yeah, we yeah <laughs> i don't think yeah that's we're true. famous brad didn't Not notice when we got that when we got the hf pod jet brad was like uh oh, this is normal <laughs> But everybody's just, got one of those. That was when we got rich, not famous. <laughs> Jonathan, yeah, we got that um, apartment, the Flatiron flat building. That was pretty yeah. sweet. Jonathan, you're when you joined us, we we got we we were made much better by you. Um, what what what's episodes stick out for you? I, I really like the quick hits a lot. Like I like them a lot, a lot. I thought they were fun to do. They were just kind of fast on the spot things. Um, I like talking to somebody the day after the show about the show when they're like in the car driving to the next one or getting ready to go catch a plane or whatever. And they're just still jazzed, still tired, still high or whatever, you know, and just you get like a real, real uh, assessment of the night. And sure, it the moment colors it and objectively it may be something else down the line, but I like that first impression sometimes. And there yeah, we always say that being there, yeah. being there is a total, totally different experience. I mean, obviously the music is the music, but you know, when we had, um, the big Mick 33 on and his, his wonderful girlfriend who they met through like a lost wallet or whatever. Remember from the, oh, uh, right. 
the show that yeah. um, in in Connecticut that or yeah Connecticut right where the power went out that was I mean that was great because you felt a little bit of it through them yeah yeah and plus you could almost see that uh, Bernie onesie. <laughs> right, right. I, I also like being on the other it. side of it when I was from Vegas when yeah. I was talking to you, RJ, and reporting mm-hmm. on the shows. That was fun. And I, I, I've wandered back and listened to one of those just the other day to kind of see how terrible I was. And it was pretty funny to listen to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nice. yeah. I thought so too. I thought the same thing when I did it. I mean, I think that's, that's part of the fun of it. We get to be interviewed sometimes, but, um, you realize how hard it is to talk about music. Um, well, that's another thing I really liked was the kind of early on when I, you know, joined you guys and I was still feeling very tentative third player guy, new guy. And then you, you got the idea to do your first show and have me interview you and I was like, uh, I don't know if I can do that. And um, but we did, yeah. and it was a lot of fun. Twentieth anniversary or whatever. Yeah, that was fun. And of course, what ten episodes ago or so, we we got to um, sit down and talk with Tom Marshall, and that's been a huge just um, boost of energy and enthusiasm for us. And um, it was a great, great time, good conversation, honor. great stories. Um, I know you guys both mentioned that one. Yeah, that was that was a big deal for me personally as well. Because uh, as a songwriter, to get to talk to one of my favorite songwriters was pretty great. Yeah, man, that's not that's not very often you get that opportunity. That's pretty sweet. I didn't yeah. even think about it like that. Um, Just like every podcast, that or at least the beginnings, we got to say hello to my children. Yeah, say hi. They're going to bed. Hi. Hey, Stella. <laughs> hello. Hello, Stella and Shirley. What's up, baby? and brad you the one that you mentioned in the notes which we haven't talked about yet was the tapers episode which i think is still possibly our most downloaded episode after the conversation with tom people loved that and i feel like it was uh it was something that we need to continue to learn from i don't know what it, it was it was the perspective and the history and the the awesome guests um it was just a really good episode so yeah i think there's like there was you know, the first time we had three pretty well-known, well, I don't, you know, well-known guests or big-time guests from Twitter and and the and the the Fisher Sphere um, with Craig and and Scott and Lenny, and it was that was a pretty long episode, right? RJ, yeah. remember that we were like on for two and a half, maybe two and a half hours, um, and it was because it was interesting and we loved it, and you and I were kind of noobs collecting tapes while they were talking about how they were recording them. So it was was like a little bit of like a fatherly, like explanation for us. Um, because, and Jonathan, you're, you fit into there too, because you've, you've recorded shows and RJ and I never did. We just like collected them and had them sent to us. So, uh, it was, uh, a really, it was just a, it was a satisfying episode, I think. And, um, I still think about it and I've mentioned it multiple times since. So that was episode 29. And I think, um, you can find that on archive if what is first 15 episodes on archive or yeah 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 everything else is on our is on so be available you can find it. yeah so you can find that one still on hfpod.com but um yeah it's just one of those episodes that sticks out for me i i really enjoyed that one as a listener it's prior to my time 
Did you guys ever have anything go down that was uh, worrisome? You you panicked about a guest or something weird go wrong or? <laughs> Man, we've had a couple. Um, yeah, <laughs> we've had a couple of conversations go sideways on us. Um, but <laughs> are, are there any most... lost episodes? Like, no, no. Everything's out there, Something man. Something you couldn't release. Yeah, it takes uh-huh. too. It takes too much. Let yeah. me tell you that I think the the two chicks one fight bell, which isn't is no longer on Twitter, with with uh, Willis, is a hilarious episode. We had yeah, that was time. really funny. Right, like it just. But I don't. I don't know if it was a good episode. I haven't gone back and listened. No, it was, it was a hilarious good. episode. I enjoyed. And it. And then like, uh, pretty early on, um. Well, RJ, I'll, I'll let you take the reins on that one. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm just going to say that we've had a couple of conversations that we haven't been able to take the reins on, and, you know, that's it. That'll happen. But, the one, but that one that Brad mentioned was not one of them. Um, that was just another good one. Um, man. That one, the, the one I mentioned was just sort of like, we didn't have much many notes, and it was just an, a nice flowing yeah. conversation. Yeah. So that can happen, but yeah, also, happen. if you don't have notes and it's not a flowing conversation, we learned early on that the guests can kind of take over. Yeah, definitely. We'll let, we'll let yeah, we'll let people figure that out. But. <laughs> well, you know, I um, there was one that I did without you guys, and um, it was a great conversation. Went so well. I'm sure I probably texted you after and said, "Oh, it went great." And then the next morning, I pull it up and. I wasn't on it at all. So that one was pretty fun. Um, That's a pretty sweet move. The best part uh, is that I've gotten compliments about that episode. And nobody seems to have noticed that I dubbed in all of my questions. Nope. After that. That's amazing. Good reception. Yeah. Good reception to that yeah. episode. That's that's Sean an awesome, yeah. awesome editing job. Um Brad, remember <clears throat> there was one where the the guy who was on Twitter who I don't know if I think he's still on, but he's just not on as much fish fish vid collection where no, we did oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. we did a ninety seven show, I think. I forget what we what we actually talked about, but we were in good spirits that night and um it was a fun recording and all that. And I think I edited it that night before I went to bed and then when I put it out the next morning I had like two set twos <laughs> instead of set one and set two. <laughs> he's a good guy Greg, yeah, yeah Craig it was super fun we had a great chat with him um, I got to work and was like oh man whoops you know sometimes that happens yeah, I like yeah. more on the bonus bonus you know the bonus podcast will be all the all the outtakes and uh, and serious <laughs> combo I'm gonna make one episode that is entirely a collection of uh, different versions of each of us saying um Oh man! Uh, so um, also um, Providence Bowie. <laughs> that would be ours. Um, I had a friend Macon recently who who commented on how often we say "awesome," which we have been told before, and we've tried to. Um, we've we have yeah. each have dictionaries, and he said that recently. Yeah, we have our thesauruses, but um, sometimes oh nothing God. nothing matches up, you know. Well, I think it's pretty yeah. awesome that he you know said that, and yeah. he sounds like an awesome guy. He's an awesome guy. I've tried to I've tried to not say awesome, but it's pretty awesome that I still say awesome. <laughs> Sometimes that's the right word. It's true. You guys are everyone's right. Um, 
Tom, right. Tom, again, back to Tom's Tom, who has been a wonderful boost. Um, his interview with Trey, which is, you know, just wonderful listening. We texted about it. Um, he definitely said awesome. Like during that interview, <laughs> I was like, and maybe Dan Cantor said it as well. I was like, yes. So we're not yeah. like, you know, <laughs> man, that is, it was so, it was so interesting just to hear Trey just talk and feel like you just don't, you don't hear that very often. Um, it was, it, I was just smiling the whole time. It was so great. Um, Brett, it really was, and there's there's more to come. Uh, Brad, you're wearing the um, so, sorry, one more memory. You're wearing the shirt that um, you were wearing when when you were recording like in a dark closet once, and it all could see. <laughs> it looked like you had a tiny person inside your sweatshirt, yeah. and that's the shirt. Um, do you remember that, Jonathan? Yes, I remember I it. I don't, but that must have been a really great night. <laughs> oh my god, it was really funny. Anyway, um, I had, a little, I had like a little quarter zip, and you could only see Johann Christ's like head. And you were yeah. like, dude, you look at his shirt. A I guess person. the weirder part is that you yeah. were like, you were in a closet. I'm not sure what was going on. I think no, you were like, maybe you were in Maine or something. Oh, was I? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Who cares? Anyway, so guys, what's what's one thing that you've learned through this podcasting experience before we get into music? Always press record. Great, great Sorry, lesson. That was that was lame. How about you, Brad? I like it. Um. You know, I don't know, but um, I feel like no matter, man, I don't don't want to, I don't want to sound cheesy, but I feel like all of us who, if people listen to this, right, I feel like we have a connection, even though we maybe have never met and um, we probably have something in common and that's fish. And it's, it's just, you know, if anyone approaches me or texts or tweets or whatever we it's just wonderful it's like we've got this wonderful connection wonderful uh shared experience and um it's great that we can all have that right i mean you know i'm not trying to be cheesy here i just it's it's, it's wonderful that we all love fish and we all love uh something that we all can understand and connect with yeah yeah met i met a ton and ton of great people just through this experience so YouTube, many. I think RJ, you've probably had more because you you were on the YouTube, right? Where we've had, we had like the, the bitches love fish or whatever it was, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah. Uh, so you've had more people like that you've connected with because you've done more of these too as well. Yeah. But, yeah. And I've gone to uh, more shows like up here probably. Um, right. Right. In the Northeast. But yeah, I also like talking to people a lot. Yeah. You're kind of good at You're a pretty it. good talker. Thanks. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't, you know? Yeah, man, I mean, it's just such a great community, I think, is the is the big thing, right? It's it's just, man, you meet so many people from different different perspectives, but there's always that, like you said, Brad, there's always a common common ground, and that's um, really interesting to me. You continue to meet, meet new people. It's pretty fun. Also, like... Yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say the other thing I learned is that, like... Jonathan, we, we've we've all talked about this, but if you have an idea of like something you want to do, you should just fucking do it because like mm-hmm. that's what we did with this, and it may have it could have easily lasted three episodes, and one of us would have stopped or it just didn't pick up or whatever. But it was right. just an idea, and we, we could have fucked around for six months. Like, should we do it? Should we not? I don't know. And we just like kind of went for it, and it was it's it's inspiring to me that we did that because I try to apply that to other areas of life. So 
if you have a project yeah. or something you want to do, just like, just do it. Just try it. Don't yeah, be afraid. And to like the bridge off that is is you and I would always talk about the dead pod, which we should give a shout out to, uh, and the professor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he simply plays like a set of the dead once a week, released on Friday, and you and I loved it, man, and like we loved it not even knowing the other listened to it. And then we talked about it and then we're like, Oh, let's, let's, let's listen to the fish one. And there wasn't one. So that's kind of how we started. And I, I know we've said it before, but again, like, like you're saying, if you, if you can't find it, just do it. Yeah. And I would give a shout out to Steve Volker who hooked us up with some good advice and good music early on who, who started and ran type two cast, which is now retired. Um, and that, but still talked about, I mean, people, yeah. you know, it's still known, so yeah. And they just did something very different from what we wanted to do, and that was um, anyway. There was enough room, and he was so welcoming and um, and you know helpful, which was cool. I've learned to shut up and listen. Actually, I still work at it, but I'm not very good at that. <laughs> yeah, I think we can all be better at that. I, I know I can, but yeah, it does sort of force you to do that. Um, Look at that. See, we just all took a pause. So, what, listen. so um, Jonathan, what's your favorite fish show ever? <laughs> Do it. Come on. Don't think about it. Just say it. <laughs> it's it's Providence 94. I mean, oh my God. come on. It is, it's my favorite fish show ever. It's my best attended, Life. not attended. I mean, yeah. You know, there's a lot of other things that are really hot in the running, but that's probably the one I would go to at any given day. I like it, man. I like I, I like it. That wasn't like planned, and I like I like the off the cuff. Just you got to answer it, RJ. What about man, you? Man, that's hard. It's so hard. No, it's not hard. Um, just answer it. First thing <laughs> on the top of the head. The first thing is eleven seventeen ninety seven set one. This is like the thing I'll listen to. I mean, anytime, over and over. Yeah. That's the top of the. That's the top of my head. Answer. What about you, Brad? Nice. You, you've had you've had a chance to think about it because you're the one who formulated the question. So, yeah, no, but I wasn't. I wasn't good. really thinking about it beforehand. But um, <laughs> you're listening. Yeah, I was listening. So probably probably twelve twelve ninety seven. Hmm, that's a good one. Yeah, I like it. It's a good one. Um, it's interesting. I also like the S. I also like the S show because I feel like Trey was excited, but yeah, I would go with the the ninety seven show first because. As we talked about, I don't know, a couple months ago, 97 really does it, generally, I think. I mean, you know, almost as much as 94. Almost as much. See, now we're back. Now we're back to where we started. <laughs> this is awesome. So, um, guys, let's get into some music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the idea here, which was Jonathan's idea, brilliant one, um, was to play. Usual. It was. Don't make a face. It was your idea. <laughs> Just made the face again. Um, Jonathan's idea was to play our favorite um, 20-ish minutes of, of Fish. And um, Brad's going to go first. Brad, tell us what we'll be listening to. Yeah, I'll go first. And um, I'm not afraid. I think first I'd like to go with a 2.0 because I think you guys wouldn't pick a 2.0. And I'll go with 2.2203 Gin. Uh, I was in law school. And uh, it's in Cincinnati, and we went down there and uh, kind of blew the blew the roof off that place down there. Oh, you went to that show? Yeah, yeah, oh, bro, bro. bro. What do you think awesome. I didn't? It was like a couple hours I away. I totally forgot bro. about that. Yeah, Man, that's um, awesome. You were in, 
you were in Chicago, weren't you? I don't at that know, point, man. At that point, it's hard. It's hard to know. know. I was or in DC. I was in DC. Oh, DC. Nice. Anyway, so, let's listen to that. Yeah. Let's listen to that. Let's do it. What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time, thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts.
Yes. Brad, that gin was amazing. That was great. All right, Brad. Brad, bathtub gin, rocking. What else? What's yeah. your, what's your, what else you got? Uh, so to to fill it out, and this wasn't this is my first pick, and it wasn't twenty minutes long. So you let me get the first one in, um, or the previous one in, and this was from three and it was the fuck your face show, and it was the undermined eight thirty one twelve uh, again a three show. I don't think you guys would ever pick a three show to, for this little tidbit. It was a jam that hit me. I, I wasn't there. It was on my. It was in my ears. I listened to it on Live Fish after it was released, you know, shortly after the show was over. And it was like, I got up off the couch. It did it for me. And it, RJ, you know, I talked about this. Like, it, I mean, yeah. this jam, it's just there. It just it does, does what I want. So, um, hope you guys enjoy it. Not like you haven't listened to it before. <laughs>
was nice. All right, so that was Undermine. So, um, Brad, that was maybe from, like one interesting thing about that Undermine is that's sort of like the turning point of 3.0. Maybe that jam or, or that show. I think some people think. Yeah. Right? So, but the 11, the 11 Friday show was the S show, right? Mm, yeah. That was like the first okay. of the first of the silly, you know, whatever Friday shows. Don't miss the Friday show at Dick's. And I agree that it was like a turning point, a pivot point. Jonathan, what was your, what's your pick? Okay. So I didn't necessarily go to like my favorite all time fish, but I went back into the stuff that you guys did before I was on the show and um, like saw that you did this show and I wanted to say something about it. So way back in like episode two, this many, one, two, you guys did uh, <laughs> Deer Creek six nineteen ninety five, and yeah, that was I was at that show and it was it was pretty cool. Um, I read a long um, <laughs> blog post about it that so I won't rehash nice. the entire event. And roadjimmy dot com dot net. Ah oh, shit! Com, actually, this uh, is so okay, it's cool. Um, someday I'll make dot com go away, but that's not important nice. right now. But anyways, it was, it was a great show. It was like my fifth show and uh, not the show immediately before, but the show that I saw before that was the Providence show. So every other show I saw for a moment there had a huge David Bowie um, because this Deer Creek David Bowie is like 23 minutes long and it's pretty great. And mind, mind the body jamming and just really good. But um, I'm not going to play that. I'm going to play the Reba, <laughs> which is also really, really good. Um, that was a plot twist if I've ever seen one. Well, you know, you got to keep them guessing. Um, anyways, I, I hope everybody likes this Reba. Bag it, 
to the butcher of the store, oh, bag it, tag it. Sell it to the butcher of the store, oh, bag it, tag it. Sell it to the butcher of the store, oh, bag it, tag it. Bag it, tag it. Sell it to the butcher of the store, oh, bag it, tag it. Sell it to the butcher of the store, oh, bag it, tag it. Sell it to the butcher of the store, oh, bag it.
Thank you.
giving the thumbs up for us uh, announcing the songs because she, nice. she's been on me about Wait, what do you mean you, oh she's really like oh you guys gotta announce the songs when you play them in the middle yeah, but i feel like i fucking hate it when professor oh, announces the songs, man like before he's like okay so like thanks so much for like picking us up this week and thanks so much for those who contribute i wouldn't be able to do it without you <laughs> and here's the set list just like, reading. I don't want the set that's list, different man. that's different that's like that we wouldn't do that if we're just gonna play a whole set. But when we're introing like a song and then we're gonna come back, okay. you know, Brad like has it's... been Brad, Brad has been adamantly opposed to us announcing set lists before we play the set. That's why we do it the way we do it because Brad was like, "The professor's awesome. This shit pisses me off every week and every Friday. <laughs> I can just picture Brad starting his podcast up and being like, ah, I fucking you did it ears. again. I'm like, God damn it! Like, I plug my ears." But you love his style. But the, the whole thing about seeing fish is like, you know, you're like, oh my God, the lights went down. Like, what are they going to open with? And the professor's like, oh, they're going to open with fucking Promised Land. <laughs> God damn it, dude. Like, stop, dude. Stop. I just it's worth mentioning that the, um, you know, you guys both listen to the Dead Pod. And I also listen to that independently of knowing you guys or, you know, ever speaking to you. So I, I've long been a fan of that show, too. And it's great. And the professor's uh, style is is great it's endearing and uh and he doesn't spend a lot of time talking like i'm doing right now yeah no you're right you're right and that's that's one of the great things about it he has his formula we have ours got a huge stack of like tapes or whatever you know what i mean he's like oh what am i gonna you know and he he just goes by the date which is amazing he just does it he has his formula just like we do and ours is to talk nonsense for hours yeah so how about that reba The reboot was great. Um, <laughs> RJ, you got something for us, right? So anyone who's ever listened to the podcast already knows what I'm going to pick. Um, still, to this day, this is the most, I think, the best like representation of what a fish jam is. Um, and Jonathan, this is from Jonathan's favorite show, which I think is why Jonathan and I are friends. 
Um, and it's why I did not play the Bowie from <laughs> the Deer Creek show. I mean, I don't. I assume that everyone out there knows how amazing this version of this song is, but I just will tell you that it's. I think it's so natural. The Providence Bowie, the jam, particularly. I mean, it's a good Bowie, but you know, 20, what is it? Maybe fifteen to twenty-five minutes in. And it's just it's it feels like it was a uh, serendipitous moment that like just happened because Trey got like struck by some sort of divine power and the jam is just it's so it's beautiful and it's inspiring and it's uh, man I just can't get enough. It's pretty groovy. Even the dog part though, like it's kind of weird. Right? Love like, it. Why is he? You know. So people were tweeting about um, different Bowies, a, maybe another Bowie from Fall of '94 that is often ranked highly if mm-hmm. you're into ranking things mm-hmm. and you know almost knocking the providence bowie and i said yeah. you know you've got to um you got to learn to appreciate space true good you, point you and maybe it's not even, even it's not even it's not even about the the song really like could you find better david bowies within like the idea of david bowie sure but this is like a fucking masterpiece, you know? You can't even really compare it to other David Bowie's. They took a bow at when it was over. See, that's enough said. Let's let's listen to it. Thank you. 
it there? There's a fire up on the old hill. Good doggy.
Perfect. So good. All right. So RJ's Providence Bowie. Uh, wonderful stuff and, and Jonathan's too I guess let's all take but, it out um, <laughs> yeah so this was episode 100 which seems like a big deal and uh, to us at least and we thank everybody for listening we've had consistent listener base right throughout and it's really exciting and, and we want to grow it and for no reason other than to spread the love and to spread the uh, spread the word that we're all into it and we all share a common, a common thread. So, uh, Jonathan, thanks so much for joining us. I mean, it was a third of the way into it, which, um, I don't know, I guess after 33 without you, it it wouldn't be the same. So thanks so much, man. And RJ, you're really the brains behind everything, man. You're, you know, um, I just got the, I, I get the vibe from you a lot, man. Like you, even since we were whatever in fifth grade, you know, you've always pushed me and, and it's, it's, it's helped with this. So thanks. Thank you guys so much. And thanks to all the listeners. Keep listening, please. Uh, and keep giving us ideas cause we need them. <laughs> Absolutely. Amen. Amen to all that, especially the part where I'm awesome. Um, <laughs> and we're basically just here to keep on trying to convince people to listen to the Providence Bowie. That's basically why, that's why we're here. That's why we exist. Um, we have some really cool stuff coming up. We have many um, guests that we've already recorded with, or a couple that'll come out um, within the next couple of weeks. And then we have some cool, like you will, know, right big now. big project episodes, um, which I won't go into too much, but involving some previous guests, um, Matt things and Brian, happening. both have cool ideas, and we're gonna, yeah, these things are happening, and they're gonna they're gonna be awesome. Um, yeah, love love Jonathan, to all the people that help us, and, and I, I forgot to mention their wives. They help us do this too. Yeah, right? that's true. That um, is a really good point. They are, no, they, you know, they help they us. Help us. They help us do things. Um, Jonathan is has an idea um, for a really cool um, project related to HF Pod, which um, we'll be talking more about soon. I'm sure, right, Jonathan? I hope so. <laughs> that's all we'll say about that. You'll you'll <laughs> never know unless you read Twitter. Brad, thank you for all the kind words about 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 us on Jonathan's behalf. Um, yes, thank you. <laughs> thank you. you yes. Without, with, when, without you, we are like, we are less funny and we, mm. I think, we're, I think we're less funny and I think we're less fun. Um, so thank you for always cool, bringing man. that. Um, I love doing it. It's really fun. All right, guys. Well, speaking of wives, I guess we should all go back to ours and, and let our listeners go back to theirs. And I guess that's it. We'll be back next see week. You in, uh, see you in Midtown. Yeah, see you in Midtown, but um, hopefully we'll do another episode before then. But if we don't, for some reason, then we'll see you there. Especially if Brad decides to retire the podcast tonight. Anyway, (laughs) thanks, everybody. (laughs) Keep on rocking. This is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. 
We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the one-hit thunder or were nothing more than a one-hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh, and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.